Money Talks. <coughs> Live radio. See what happens? Here comes the money. It's, you be professional. All right, KFI here on a uh, Tuesday, uh, or a Monday, uh, June 11th. is Tuesday in uh, Singapore. And uh, the President and Kim Jong-un meeting tonight, 6 o'clock our time. Uh, that's a rather historic summit, to say the least. Also, coming up at 8 o'clock, uh, I am speaking to Lester Holt, uh, NBC News anchor who is in Singapore right now. Also, want to remind you that Law Day 2018 is this Saturday at the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana, 9 to 2 o'clock. Free legal advice by over 100 lawyers, free seminars, prizes throughout the day. Just go to log, uh, just log on to KFIAM640.com. The keyword is Law Day. All right. God, a lot to cover, isn't there? Now it's time for Moolah Monday with Guy Adami. And good morning, Guy. Good morning. Bill. Oh, yes. In the midst of all this, uh, with the trade talks, and the trade war that's going on between Mexico, Canada, the United States, and the European Union. And the big news is Justin Trudeau and uh, our president getting into a cat fight. What's being sort of lost is uh, the real problem, and that's China and the United States. You want to expand a little bit on that? A hundred percent the real problem is China and the United States because... You know, we have a tremendous trade deficit with the Chinese for any number of reasons, not least of which they're able to produce their goods at significantly lower cost than ours. Their goods are far more um, uh, easy to access for our consumers than ours are for their consumers. And quite frankly, if you enjoy paying everyday low prices at Walmart, there's something to be said about the goods coming in from the Chinese. I think Walmart probably gets somewhere 60% or more of their goods from overseas. So listen, I understand that people are upset about this. There's a cost associated with it. But if you want to make a level playing field, I think we all then have to be ready to pay higher prices. I'm not trying to be political here. I'm just trying to read the tea leaves. Right. So uh, with uh, the the pissing match uh, the president's having with Justin Trudeau, I mean, yeah, if you're actually talking about uh, money, uh, and tariffs. It's about a bunch of chickens, and that's basically it. A bunch of chickens and some milk. Uh, and some cows. Yeah, we're not talking about a lot, but with China, it's enormous. Now, the bottom line with China, if uh, you would comment on that, the tariffs that China charges for the American goods versus the tariffs that the United States charges or puts on Chinese goods, would uh, you compare the two? No, you can't compare the two. Obviously, we don't really, we don't, we don't tax the goods coming in nearly as significantly as they tax our goods attempting to come into there. But the real question is: Is there a market for the goods that we make here in China? As big is as big as the market for the Chinese goods that comes to the United States? And just to bring the, the Canadian thing in here, I think it's important that you did that. What I think is going on, I don't think the president really cares one way or another about what's going on with Canada. But what I think he's trying to do is show the Chinese, hey, watch, I'm going to be tough with the biggest allies we have. So what do you think that's going to mean for you? So for me, it's all this with the Canadians and with the G7 is a negotiating tactic, I believe, with the Chinese. Is it going to work? Well, what do you think? I, I, you know, my sense is, Is it going to work? Let's put it this way. Politics aside, 
just about everything this president has tried has wound up to work, um, much to the dismay of his detractors and much to the glee of his supporters. So maybe it will work. Maybe the system needed to be upset in such a way that people understand um, the the sort of the, the, the tax that he takes are not historically the way that things have been done. And maybe shaking up the system exactly is what needs to be done in order for it to work. Yeah, well, the reality is with uh, China is uh, the balance of trade, uh, that is hugely uh, in China's favor, but it would be. Even under a totally free market system where China doesn't tax American goods, America doesn't tax Chinese goods, assuming it's totally free trade, you're still going to have uh, the imbalance. And what does Donald Trump 100%. do about Yeah, so what does the president 100%. do about that? I mean, he's, he can't... Well, there's, there's nothing he can do about that, because if you, in, in fact, make it a totally free trade and there's still an imbalance, then what is he going to say? You know, Bill, my sense is you have a trade imbalance with your dentist, but it doesn't mean your dentist is ripping you off. So I don't think trade imbalances always mean you're getting ripped off. Sometimes it means somebody provides a service for you, and you can't provide a commensurate service for them. But on the other side, you, Bill Handel, provide a service for somebody that they can't provide for you. Just because there's a trade imbalance on one side doesn't doesn't necessarily mean you're getting fleeced. Great analogy with a dentist. I love that. I thought you would have gone with hookers, but uh, well, great. No, why would I? Why would I? No, just it's an it's analogy time. That's all. And that's all. But anyway, uh, hang on, and we're going to come back and talk about net neutrality. That is oh, that is huge because it's happening today. We'll be back mm-hmm. with Guy Adame uh, and uh, Moolah Monday. KFI AM six forty. Uh, Jennifer Jones Lee. Here's the playing situation. There's no negotiation with the fellas at the freaking FCC. Oh, yeah. Here we go, guys. Very funny stuff, by the way, John. I love it. Handle here on a Monday, June 11th, uh, tonight, 6 o'clock our time. Uh, the summit, the long-awaited summit between Kim Jong-un and the president is occurring. And, of course, it will be covered live. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, I'm going to be talking to Lester Holt. Uh, who is in Singapore right now, some news there, and uh, right now we are talking to, or I'm talking, I always love the we, it's like the royal we, right? We are not amused. Uh, Guy Adami, Mula Monday. All right, Guy, ready to start again? Let's go, Bill. Okay, net neutrality this week. Uh, Two big issues, net neutrality and uh, a couple of big communication company mergers. But the net neutrality affects every single one of us. So would you explain what's happening now, what they want to have happen, and uh, how it's going to affect us? All right. So net neutrality, free and fair Internet for everybody. Uh, Internet providers can't basically pick and choose the sites that they want to push forward and slow down other sites and you know, it's been a big, It's uh, it was a big Obama-era administration thing that's being basically repealed today. What's happening now is people are up in arms because today net neutrality ends, and the fear is the free Internet access, you know, you can see all sites equally, will no longer be the case, and providers can pick and choose whose sites they want to speed up in terms of getting them to you and whose they want to slow down. This has become a Republican-Democrat thing. Uh uh, officials are up in arms. Republicans say this will actually make the internet better for consumers and cheaper. Other people say this is going to basically um, 
put us into the dark ages in terms of what the internet is. All right. So which way? That's, that's which, the story. Which so way is it going to go? Uh, what is well, it going to be one or the other? What's your take on it? No, it, it's not going to be one or the other because basically, although today is day day one of the death of net neutrality. There are eight states that have said, no, 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 not so fast. And there are a total of 29 states that have put forth a, a edict that says, no, this is not going to happen. I think it's going to wind up being a state thing. I just think this uh, administration is planting the seed to try to get something done um, that benefits the providers. People will say that this is just uh, Republicans giving um, good, good, uh, I don't know what the word you want to use, but basically benefiting the AT&Ts and the Comcasts of the world as we go into what you are about to say is one of the biggest merger deals in the history of our country. So I think although the headline says net neutrality is dead and you're, the Internet, as you know, it is going to die, I think that's a bit of hyperbole, and I think this is going to come down to state levels and you're going to see it being fought uh, the battle lines are being drawn. It's going to be fought on a state level, and I don't think it's necessarily yeah. going to be as deleterious as people think. Yeah, I don't know, uh, and this is a jurisdictional issue, whether the whether the states can supersede the feds and, in fact, uh, force a net neutrality. But uh, I want to go back to the argument, assuming that uh, the feds prevail, and then the argument becomes... Uh, if net neutrality goes out the window, we are better off as consumers. Reminds me of the uh, the Republicans saying getting rid of Obamacare means cheaper and you'll have more access to doctors if you have no insurance, which right. I don't get. Uh, is it the same situation with net neutrality? It's, 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 it's very similar. You know, it's interesting when... You know, they tell you you're going to have more choices, it's going to be cheaper, but that's typically the argument that's made when there are less uh, choices, which doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. That seems like the more choices one would have, the cheaper things would get. And, and what the argument seems to be along all these battle lines is the fewer choices you have, you know, it sounds counterintuitive, but the better things are going to be for the consumer. I've tried to read about this, and I've tried to understand how this, in fact, is going to help the consumer. But again, it comes down to party lines. The Republicans will swear up and down that it's going to benefit the consumer. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm painting with a broad bush, but the Democrats will say, no, 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 not so fast. This is going to kill the Internet and effectively kill the consumer. Right. It makes sense to me, and, I, and again, I'm not playing politics here, but it makes sense to me that a free and open Internet is in everybody's best interest. But maybe I'm missing something. I don't know. Uh, I don't think you are because the basic premise is less competition is better for the Republican view because it means cheaper, better, uh, wider coverage, which when you look at the Republican philosophy of life, you think it'd be the other way, wouldn't you? Right. You, if, if you're for free market capitalism and, you know, yes, you would think it'd be the other way, which is Listen, there's clearly aspects of this that I'm just not getting. There, they, you know, there's things that I, I just don't. I get it's outside of my grasp. But again, it, to, to answer your original question, although the headline today is net neutrality is dead, I think it's far from. I think this, these, these battles will be fought yeah. for months, if not years. All right, one quick, just a real quick one: uh, the uh, AT and T Time Warner merger. Uh, your take on that, is it going to happen, and what does that mean? I think under this, I think it has to happen. I don't know how they're going to block it. You know, they talk about horizontal or latitude, uh, latitudinal 
uh, mergers, and I think this falls. I don't know how they could block this, and I think this will open up a. This will this will free up the mergers and acquisitions market in such a way that you know deals that have been on the sideline will now be pushed forward. So what it means is, if this deal in fact does go through, I think it's going to be the benefit of not only the market as a whole. But a lot of these mergers and acquisition companies have been waiting on the sideline to see if this deal actually does get approved. All right, Guy Adami, thank you. We'll talk again next Monday. Thanks, Bill. All right, Moolah Monday with Guy. And he just makes it so easy to understand this, doesn't he? Although I don't, but I pretend I do. And it just that's why I get paid the big bucks here. So I sound like I know what I'm talking about.